Welcome to episode 4 of our podcast, Sages Retreat, home of all things dad and games related, with current events along with anything else we can think of. My name's Nathan, and this is my co-host Lee. Hiya. And today is the start of a series looking in-depth at a particular console, with our thoughts and memories of it. We are kicking off with the Mega Drive, also known as the Genesis in North America, which was released in Japan on the 29th of October, 88, but didn't release here in the UK until September 14th, 1990. So, Lee... What are your memories of the system? Of the Mega Drive? Yep. Me- well, for, let me just see if this works. Hang on. That right there. Instant oh. nostalgia flood. Oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I get this kind of... Um, oh, you know... <laughs> the other thing that does that to me is when I accidentally come across a He-Man video hmm. and it's... It's like, I have the power. And I'm like, oh my God, I also have the power. <laughs> that gets, As a child, that made me have the power. And, and when it comes to consoles, and also, of course, specifically the Mega Drive, that sound, switch it on. And it was like, there it is, it's on. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm focused. I'm going to get my cartridges all ready. And of course, they'd already were one plugged in in order for you to, to get that, get it on, because you have to switch it off plug your cartridge in, then hmm. switch it on. Hopefully it works. And if it doesn't, let's go for the old cliche, which we all know about. We get a little blow. Uh, bang it. But also, you can lean to your console and open up the flaps. Yeah. Oh Getting a bit, I don't know what we're on about it. And then blow in hmm. there and then put it in because dust, dust gets everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and then hopefully it works. But yeah, um, Sega Mega Drive to me, that was my first... Um, significant console. Um, before that, I had a Master System, um, which of course was Sega as well. But for me, the Master System wasn't significant. Hmm. It was felt more like a toy. That sounds ridiculous. It because it kind of is a toy. Um, felt like a, a toy. Whereas getting the uh, getting the Mega Drive, I nearly keep saying Genesis, and I hate myself for it. If I say it, I might hmm. have to like punch myself but getting the getting the mega drive it was a, it, it felt like a massive upgrade it obviously went from because in, in years years ago we spoke in bits didn't we so it went from 8-bit and jumping up to this 16-bit i mean it's twice as powerful i mean now you look at the next gen consoles i look at i'm looking at footage of let's say the best made game on you know xbox and I'm looking at it, and I've been looking at all the, the videos for like the new Xbox, which is coming out. And I'm like, it doesn't look like as big a leap hmm. as what it was from like a crappy Master System, which had a two-button joypad and pretty much nothing else. So um, yeah, the new Xbox doesn't. I mean, but of course we're PC gamers, so we we don't see when we look at consoles, we look at them a little bit differently anyway. I'm sure a lot of people that play. Xbox will look at the new Xbox and be like, "Oh my god, it's so amazing! Yeah. It looks so much, uh, so much better." Whereas in in reality, for like, let's say for the for the PC game, it, it it looks good. I think the new consoles look banging, but they they don't necessarily represent that massive leap from mm. crappy Sonic to beautiful sixteen bit Sonic, who would run along the those the green hills and just 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 be speeding around and collecting those rings and 
and given it all that it's um it was very significant for me it was the console that um i would be uh playing with my friends when i was a so it came out uh, as you mentioned it came out uh in the uk 1990 so i had i got it a few years after release Hmm. i would have had it i want to say night two probably i think i would definitely right i definitely remember staring at it for quite a long time in the window of like curries and just being like i want that but couldn't afford it because it was expensive um at the time it released we, we just we just had a look at we the time uh when it was well, when it was released it was um around about 190 pounds roughly mm. um which now translates to hit me with that amount. What was it? With just under four hundred, I think. So it would be just under four hundred. Now this was a these are dollars that we found. But I think at the time the the dollar pound rate was roughly the same. So, but I mean, four hundred pounds, like that all those years ago for me was un- un- unreachable. You know, as it were, because it was just under two hundred. But it was it was for me it was just unreachable. Uh, I think my mum purchased it from like a like a case catalogue. Um, I don't yeah. know if you remember case catalogue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think she got it from that and paid it off like weekly. I don't mm. think it ended up that much more. She's not. She wasn't stupid in that in mm. that regard. She wouldn't have um, spent too much more on it. Mm. And uh, but yeah, that that Christmas when I got my Mega Drive, it was. Um, I was going to say it felt like Christmas, but I think it was Christmas. Yeah. So. So yeah, I got that, and I think bundled in it, I had uh, Sonic Two. Although you did mention earlier, the original mm. bundled game was Altered Beast. Altered Beast, mm. and a confession I gave to you earlier is well that I've never played Altered Beast. Altered Beast, as a, as a beast. <laughs> Altered Beast, can't speak. Altered Beast, um, in a sort of like a big session. I definitely remember walking into a. Um, I don't know what it was at the time. HMV might have been something. Mm. I don't know if HMV was around then. I think it was. A HMV yeah. that I went into, and going downstairs and playing um, Alter Beast and just being like, it's okay. I but I never, I don't think I ever appreciated it for uh, how good it really was because you speak very highly of it. I, mean, I don't yeah. know if you said it was your favorite game, but you yeah. have spoke very highly of it. What's your memories of um, early on at Mega Drive? Uh, I, I got mine around, probably around the same time as you. Um, 92, 93. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the exact year. I would have yeah. been like, what, seven, eight at the time. Tiny. Um, Tiny. Yeah. yeah I, I can remember because we had Master System first. And uh, j- just looking at it, it doesn't, it does, like you said, it does look like a toy. It, does, it looks blocker. It doesn't look very good. But then when you see the Mega Drive, it looks sleek. It looks cool. It looks, it's, it's hard to explain how nice it just, it just looks futuristic just in itself yeah. even now i think today it's a very nice thing to look at just just on its own we are we are playing any games uh even even control pad were uh that sort of like batman like that sort of it looks, shape it looked like a batarang didn't it yeah. anyway yeah. yeah and that that were perfect i can still remember the feel of it and the the clicky buttons and because they, they were mm. quite big buttons weren't they on, on they a, abc um but it just that just makes me think of being a child and that's for, for me that's that that's the console I remember being excited to get. Um, I, I know I did with PlayStation a couple of years later, but 
uh, like I'd, I'd pined for that PlayStation come out of nowhere for me, and I, 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 we got it, and I was excited for it and everything. Yeah, but Mega Drive that had been on shelf, and I'd been eyeing that up for a good few years before looking in the Argos catalog at the thinking I want that, that I need that, and then looking at yes. the graphics of the games, and then sitting back down on my Master System and playing Alex Kidd and being like, oh, <laughs> this, this is nowhere near. Having fond memories of Alex Kidd, of course, mm. when you played it yeah. as this built-in game, but then looking at like a newer game on the Mega Drive, just going, that what that was a turd. Yeah, it, it looked yeah. terrible, and yeah. you have to you have to appreciate the aesthetic beauty of it now because it was it was a game of its time, mm. and it's it was fine. Mm. People love playing it. We're not knocking it. It's it is a more of a a, a comparison, a, a jump from yeah. one about that that difference. Mm. Um, you could never have a you could never have speed. Mm. Um, in the Master System, I had Sonic the Hedgehog on Master System, and it was, it was terrible. It was, mm. um, you know, it was expecting one thing, but then getting this horrible. It's like it, it felt like a knockoff. I felt like a dodgy, yeah. cheap Chinese. Sorry, China Chinese knockoff mm. of Sonic, but they were fobbing it off to you, being like, "Yeah, this is Sonic," and I'm just going, "It's not Sonic. Mm. There's something not right with it." Um, so apparently, I think, as far as I'm aware, when Sonic, I think it was Sonic 1 or Sonic 2, but when one of those games was released, it was the fastest when it came to sort of like rendering everything mm. in. Because um, obviously it was like a massive, um, like it would be like a massive map, wouldn't it? The level. Mm. And then little Sonic would be spinning around and going around it, and, the, and the speed in which it rendered it at the time was was the, it was the, something like the quickest um sort of games console out there and because of Sonic being fast. Hmm. Um as you can see down below, get my finger right down there, we've got a little Sonic running on the uh, the, the on the video. Um so if you're not watching the video you won't see him. But that is my little memory of Sonic there just just giving it some of that hmm. running along. Um which is rubbish if you had him like that because he would if he hit something he well he'd, he'd be dead. Hmm. Uh, well you lose all your rings and then he'd be dead. Hmm. Uh but yeah little, little, little Sonic running there. Uh, there was loads of great, great. I'm mentioning Sonic quite a lot, but there was lots of um, really great games. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna very quickly list off the ones that have come to my mind. We're not gonna go on about them all because that that would be a a very lengthy session. But games for me, um, some of these we mentioned the other day. But I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna I want to hit you with this list, and then I'm gonna men- just gonna mention the two of, I'll say maybe the three which were uh, very big. In my life, as a as a, as a, a very small teenager, hmm. Quackshot, Sonic Two, Mortal Kombat One, amazing game. Two and three, not the same impact for me. Two was very good, uh, but one, Cool Spot, Eternal Champions, Desert Strike. Of course, there was Jungle Strike and Urban Strike hmm. as well. Cannon fodder, Micro Machines. I can remember Micro Machines. Yeah, the tight. It was like tabletop, so you were looking yeah. down. So good. There was yeah. a, I think on Steam there's actually a game very similar. It was either on Steam or on the Xbox. It was a game very similar. Street Fighter 2. Thunder Force 5. Not everyone... Is it 5 or 4? I can't remember what it was. I think it was 2, 3, and 4. Not everyone remembers this game. It was a like a side-scrolling uh, shoot, sci-fi space shooter. Amazing music. Hmm. Streets of Rage. FIFA. I know what you're thinking. FIFA. I had a few friends that played FIFA. I used to play with them sometimes. And kiddies now are like, yeah, I play FIFA in it. Yeah, bro. Um, but no, FIFA's been around for a long time before hmm. you existed. So... You know, which mouth, which mouth, son? Um, Rolling Thunder, which I just recently played. Flashback, 
Um, another honourable mention with flashback would be Another World, Echo the Dolphin, a game which there's no other like. Um, Pit Fighter, another one for me, Pugsy. That was a very quick list of some of the games which I owned and played a lot of. Um, but a special mention I want to bring on to talk about especially would be Mortal Kombat. Mm. Me and my friends, we used to play Mortal Kombat together a lot. Now you had, I think it was seven characters. I want to say seven. Off the top, I'm not going to try and list them. Probably forget. I think it was seven. And I was the best out of my friends with Liu Kang. Ooh. He had a fireball. He had a flying kick. We used to zip across the screen. And more, more importantly about Mortal Kombat is the fact that it was very controversial when it came out because of the blood. Hmm. You put a code in, you had the blood, and the Super Nintendo, which we'll have for another day, but the Super Nintendo didn't have that. Hmm. Even though, in my opinion, the Super Nintendo version looked a little better. It just looked a little bit better. Hmm. Um but the Mega Drive would wear his app because when I was going to punch someone, blood would be coming out, you'd be like smacking mm. them, and the blood would be like coming out the back of their head. Uh, uppercuts, there was blood everywhere. And as a teenager, this was a violent game. Now, fighting games are violent anyway, but having one that was visceral, it was like, like, oh my God, there's blood. But then seeing the news articles about it, um, just ripping it to shreds, saying it hmm. wasn't wasn't for kids to be playing. I guess it wasn't. It might have even had... Did it have an age rating? I think, some... I think that was the game that they brought age ratings in for because of the backlash. I, I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty no, sure... No, I think you might that. be right. I think, yeah. it, I think it heavily influenced the um, rating system. I think more... I want to say more so in America because obviously yeah. there are giant countries of snowflakes. Even in them days, hmm. we're obviously clearly a, a tougher breed over here. Hmm. Um... Um, someone, someone's going to come back on that um, but yeah so that was good, it was controversial and I love that and my friends used to play it we all used to play it, I had a friend who was exceptionally good with Sonya Blade and he was the only one of my friends that could beat me but he could only beat me with Sonya Blade I, and no one else could beat him other than me with Liu Kang and we used to yeah. to and fro between who would win depending, often would come down to that last move um, I think he used to play cheat with Sonya Blade, there was a move where she used to do like a handstand and then a kick and it was very, not a kick, it was like a grab a leg grab and it was like a body slam yeah. and it was very hard to sort of block and he was very good at pulling it off um, yeah, very annoying, the amount of times I would try and get him and he was repeating that same move but unfortunately back then your moves were limited so you only had two moves that you could do and that, of course, is fine because it was the early 90s and no yeah. one really cried about it anymore. Cool. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat, massive for me. Going along with Mortal Kombat would be Street Fighter 2. Of course, one of the world's biggest, most successful, popular fighting games. Absolutely amazing. Um, my love for Street Fighter has never gone away. Um, I still have... Not the, not the latest one that came out, but like one from a few years ago, I have cool. it on uh, Xbox and I play it every now and again. We've even had it on a projector in the front room and having a like a giant like eight foot sort of um, Street Fighter Two was amazing, um, absolutely solid, solid game and lasted the well, but Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter two games that have lasted that test of time. They've they've 
what is it, Mortal Kombat 11 now, mm-hmm. Street Fighter 75 or something. I don't know. There's just a lot of a lot of them. And the kids still enjoy playing them now, mm-hmm. um, even though they are more modern. They look better. Oh, they, they play better, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to see my son got into Mortal Kombat. I won't say heavily, but he, was, he, he did enjoy playing it. Mm-hmm. I would play against him, and he was disappointed that I was still pretty good. Mm. Um, uh, with Liu Kang as well mm. even though we had some new moves I would spend an hour learning those moves and being like okay I'm down with this and mm. then I'd just thrash him uh, but then he'd beat me as well because he's he's pretty good with games mm. and these, these youngins and their quick quick reflexes you know how they are yeah. <laughs> defeating you mm. um, yeah are there any games which um, stand out to you? Uh, for I didn't think we owned that many when I were a kid, but looking through with the list of like what we went through the other day, I owned quite a, quite a few of them. But I don't think I owned Mortal Kombat. I remember playing uh, Street Fighter a lot, but hmm. at my cousin's house because he had a SNES and he had it on that. Right. Um, and I've, I've got quite fond memories of that. But um, on the Mega Drive, for me, Sonic Two were a big one. We had that, and I played yes. a lot on that. Um, it was like an, an epiphany one day when we found out that you can plug second control pad in and control yeah. tails. I didn't, tails. I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, and then when we found that out, me and my brother two played that. Even though it weren't really two play because if Sonic left the screen, tails got left it's, behind, didn't he? And it was like a limited co op. It was yeah. like you'd have. It would be a case of who's going to like play the game and who's mm. going to follow. Yeah. Um, but tails could. Um, help him and stuff, mm. couldn't he? So, and you also tails was like a sacrifice. It was like a kamikaze character. Yeah. Yeah. So if they were, if something's going up, it's like tails would be like, "I'm going in," mm. and he just he'd, and he'd go in, and then mm. if he died, it didn't matter because he would just come back. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Sonic was the one you had to look after. So uh, mm. yeah, but yeah, I um, had um, quite a bit of experience with Sonic Two uh, with that kind of like co-op. But yeah. I found that there was a lot of screen tearing for me, and he mm. didn't. It wasn't the best experience. Yeah. If there was a lot going off, it would just break it. Mm. It would just be like, okay, so it was a lot better to play mm. um, single player. Yeah. Uh, but it was nice. It was nice to have it included. Mm. Um, the fact is, there's so many games nowadays which don't have a um, a local co-op option. I think is a big it's a, it's a big failure. Mm. Um, I know there's a lot more indie games which are coming through with. Um, you know that kind of like casual co-op things like um, there's that cooking game isn't there Overcooked Mm. Um, and we played that in our front room and having having the four kids and having some of them play it it was like they've missed out a little bit here because you know having that option of co-op it it can bring people together physically bring people together Mm. Um, siblings as well you know some some siblings get on great and um I'd like to know how you managed to achieve that with your family. That's lovely. But other ones, they're at each other's throats. But to sit down and be like, here's a controller, here's a controller, play this game, have a good time, it can often help them. Hmm. You know, it can help them realise that it's okay to sit with yeah. someone and play a game. But now it's it's all online. And I think, although that is, of course, amazing... And I think we could have a good, we could probably have a good, um, a good episode on, you know, local versus online interactions. Mm. I think that's definitely something we could talk about in, in depth. But I think the local nature of uh, the Mega Drive and, and games 
co-op games or competitive games, bringing people together was a massive bonus. I mean, you wouldn't let's so let's just we'll just have we'll just name a, a popular game Fortnite. Hmm. Um, so I'm not the biggest fan, but I understand why it's popular. You wouldn't nowadays. You, your kids won't be like, oh, let's go around to to Ben's house and let's play Fortnite but you don't you can't do that you have hmm. to stay at home to play online hmm. but before it'd be like oh we're going tonight oh we're going to go Richard's ass and we're going to all go and go and play uh, Mortal Kombat or we're going to play I don't know uh, just any any game any game that you hmm. want or just just to share the single player experience with people if, if there's a single player game that you play a lot of single player yeah. and you can tell me about them but I can't experience them hmm. unless I go find someone and watch a video like, there's a lot of games that I don't want to buy. A lot of solo games. You're like, this game's really good. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not buying it. It's, mm. it's nice that you're telling me about it. Mm. And I, I appreciate that you enjoy it. But I'm not going to buy it. Mm. Also, you live too far away. You should come live near me. It's close. Mm. There. I'm not moving to Sheffield. Don't ask me again. Yeah, um, yeah should do. Um, but, like, you, you could go. Because everyone's got a friend who had a load of money. Parents used to buy a load of games for him. Mm. So you could go to their house and you could play that game and you could enjoy that game and you could go if you if then you could appreciate it together but then you could just go home and then maybe do it again and that's not the sort of thing which a lot of kids do nowadays. Um, I guess some do ultimately probably some do but it's definitely not as prevalent yeah as it, as it, as it used to. Is there any other games which you you remember? Uh, Golden Axe. I don't know if you mentioned Golden Axe, but uh... I didn't. That's not a game which I played a lot of. But I'm hmm. going to hold this up to the camera that I've been hiding in the back. Some it's a little some. Obviously, the podcast listeners wouldn't have seen it because hmm. you have no visual um, clue. But this is a. You can hold it up to that camera. Can you can you see what's on there? We've got Revenge of Shinobi, Streets of Rage uh, One. Um, not the best version. Two was better in my opinion, yeah. and Golden Axe. Three very good games, and and you uh, say you're a big fan of uh, Golden Axe. Yeah, that that's because I also had that exact same game that with the oh. three in one. So I, I like all the yes. all them on there, but Golden Axe was my favourite out of them all, only yeah. because I think Shinobi was extremely difficult, and I was only like it eight or still nine. Is like- yeah, it's it's ridiculously hard. So, but Golden Axe it, it had that nice difficulty level, and I liked the fact that you could mount things. No, like you, I can't even remember the name of the creatures, but like a dragon had come and you could knock the rider off and then get on his dragon and then you could ride around on a dragon. Like then... a weird little, like weird pig dragon yeah. thing. No, that's, like, that's, yeah, that's the first one, yeah, where you could like sweep a tail around and like knock things that's off. That's it, like spin. Yeah. And it'd do the same sound effect over Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I loved that, that part because it like added a little bit more dimension. And then I liked the uh, in-between level part, you know, like where you, you went to a camp um, and like them little gnome sort of things came out with the little uh, rucksacks and they'd start stealing your stuff and you'd have to run over and kick them. I have a vague memory of it, but I only I was I would only like play Golden Axe for like 20 minutes and then mm. put it down because for me, ultimately, Streets of Rage was better. So mm. I'd play that instead. Yeah. But, um, but, but yeah, were they like little loot goblin type? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they were like the precursor to loot goblins in like Borderlands mm. or... Everything else, they, they were the things that stole your stuff and you had to get it back and then you got more returns for killing them. So, 
you get more more magic potions or more more <laughs> what Mega Drive love to do uh, a, a cooked chicken on a plate like you'd get that like Streets of Rage go and kick a bin a cut full cooked steaming chicken falls out on a plate ready for you and yeah you there's a phone box hit it with my pipe yeah and then underneath was a pristine apple mm. but if you was really lucky a roast chicken yeah and then yeah. yes I've got some life because I've eaten my phone box chicken. Yeah. Think the roast chicken. <laughs> <laughs> box chicken. Um, what a great name for a metal band. Mm. The um, I think the chicken gave you all your life back. Yeah, but like the apples would give you like a quarter or something. Yeah. It was something like that. It was always a good sign finding that mm. that chicken though. Chick- the chicken was was the way to go. Yeah. I, I miss. You don't really see it in games anymore. Like roast roast chicken. Yeah, a roast chicken that can just heal you. Like in the food mm. instantly heals you. I, yeah. I liked I liked that about Golden Axe. Um, Kid Chameleon. I don't think you mentioned that either. That's that was one of my favourite games as well. I spent Kid Chameleon. Yeah, yeah. the the little like sunglasses, leather jacket wearing, big headed lad. Yep. That uh, you'd put a mask on and you'd, you'd you'd inherit them powers. So you'd put the ninja mask on. Um, oh, the, the, uh, the samurai mask, and you'd be able to use a sword and sort of run like a, a samurai. That's right. Yeah. Or, I have uh, played it. I have played it, but only like a little bit. I remember playing it a little bit. I, I remember it's legacy. People, yeah. yeah, people mention it a lot. That's mm. the game that um, I don't think people want to forget. I mm. think people have had some very good experiences with that game and regularly regularly bring it up, which is yeah. which is great. Which is another another just another one of those games which mm. people remember. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Mega Drive, of course, had a lot of add on peripherals yeah um so your standard joypad of course was three button you had um your d-pad oh i need to mention that d-pad do you remember it had that little that divot that little didn't mm-hmm. and uh, did you ever get a blister yeah. on your thumb mm-hmm. i remember getting that blister i think it was like a weekend i'd just been playing my mega drive mm-hmm. like i don't know what i don't know why i wasn't doing anything else i was just playing that and i remember for like a week or so afterwards i couldn't play mm-hmm. because it hurt that much. Um, even if you put a plaster on, it just your grip on your thumb was lost, so that you couldn't you couldn't then play. So it's a little bit. That's a memory I have of, um, of the, the joypad being, although great and chunky, um, with a quite short. I don't think the wire was very long either. I think no. my Mega Drive had to be lifted, placed on the floor, yeah. and then I had to then. I don't think I had to move my chair. I think it was I had to lean forward to play. Mm. I, I didn't casually like play. Yeah. I remember having to be forward in order to play. Mm. Um, but that's just <laughs> nowadays you can go down the road and have your you, you joypad yeah. and carry on playing, can't you? Which is mm. which is pretty pretty good. Uh, but, but of course, the advent of fighting games um, brought an evolution in joypads mm. because you then got the six button joypad and. I remember it being a little bit. It was. I think the joypad itself was a little bit smaller, hmm. but then it had this extra row, and I think mine was like an extra row of like grey buttons hmm. on top of the black. So I had the three A B C, but then it was like was it X Y Z? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, like X Y Z on top, um, and then you had your start <laughs> button as well. I can't remember if it had trigger buttons. I think it did. I think I remember trigger buttons on it. The SNES one. Definitely did. Mm. Trying to think now whether it had. I'm, I'm visually. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look it up now just so I can. Um, 
Just so I can tell, because I can't quite remember. Uh, no, it didn't. Oh. I don't think it did. I would have I would have bet on it having shoulder buttons. I 100% would have. Oh, and my my description was accurate. Black buttons, hmm. and then with the three grey hmm. on, on the top. Um, do you remember all the third-party controllers that you would get? So, you know, if you had a game where that you had to shoot consistently, hmm. like your thumb was like, oh, my God, it's, you, you'd wear your thumb hmm. out trying to trying to press this button. Hmm. Or what I would do is I would have it on my lap and I'd use my finger because it was quicker yeah. to, do, to do that than hmm. it was to do this because my thumb doesn't work. I'm trying it now. Hmm. Thumb, finger, fingers like double the speed easily. Yeah. Uh, um, you, or if you had to press like A and B, like after each other, hmm. you'd roll your finger yeah. across the button. So you, you you wouldn't go like you wouldn't physically press, lift up, press. You would you kind of rub it like hmm. uh, 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 um, suffering like little little damage to your finger because you'd be constantly knocking the buttons. But you'd be like, this is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. Like running games, you have yeah. to like get, get speed off and this, and then your character would just be like, Ching! and it would just fly off. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you had these third party controllers, and with them came what I would consider the first sort of hacks and cheating, because rapid fire switches, each button could have a rapid fire switch. Mm. So if you held down A. For example, A, it would be like, blah, 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 and then you could change the speed um, because obviously that digital signal, it, it would just repeat it hmm. as opposed to having to physically press it, bang, bang, bang. It would do it for you. And um, that would be useful for some games, I guess. Hmm. But I think it would be very useful for um, Street Fighter being blanker and wanting to do the electricity like that because hmm. you had to press the punch over and over. So if you could just hold that button down, mate, you're laughing, aren't hmm. you? Just bam, because and you'd be like, "Are you using that controller?" And you'd be like, "Uh, well, clearly, because you're next to me. And yeah. We don't do online play with Street Fighter, so hmm. don't ask stupid questions." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember the con- I remember those um, crappy. I never had one. I had hmm. friends that had one, but I was like a bit more like, yeah, quite like the original one. I never had a need of it, yeah. so it was, it was never really an issue. Um, I do remember a very large add-on for the Mega Drive. I never had one because, good Lord, that I think it probably cost the same as a house, hmm. was Mega CD. Yeah. Quite, I believe, quite late on in its life. But it was an attempt to take what was good hardware and be like, yeah, we we can, excuse me, we can make this better. And I don't, I don't believe it really did make it that much better because as far as my memory goes, it wasn't as successful as they wanted it to. Hmm. We can, I mean, we haven't got the exact facts and figures around this, but I have to think to myself, I had a lot of friends with a fair bit of money. I don't think anyone owned it. Hmm. Um, I can only remember a handful of games and I can, I have a very good memory for one of the games that I played a bit of in a shop, which was Sewer Shark. Hmm. Don't know if you remember sewer shark but it was like it had the the thing at the time was trying to incorporate reality into games hmm. and a good example of that would have been a flashback where the animated character was based off um a real video so someone would do a forward roll then lift the gun up the the animation was frame by frame the same as what they would be when hmm. they were rolling so they would it, it made it very fluid um, Under the World did the same thing. I believe Pit Fighter did it. I think, no, I, I'm pretty sure 
Mortal Kombat did it as well. Hmm. Um, they had this trying to get like this element of reality and make it, and they do it all the time now with games and especially movies. But they definitely felt a lot more um, real. Hmm. And with Sewer Shark, they had so you'd be like in this sewer doing what you were doing, but then you would have this interaction hmm. with like a full motion video. And because of the, obviously with a, with a cartridge, you in those days you weren't weren't able to do it, but with a CD, the music was better. The voice, of course, was better because it's a CD. But also, you had this um, the advent of a video. It wasn't the best video, but you know you plug in in this box. Well, with the first Mega Drive, obviously you sat it on top because it was like a, it looked like a, a DVD player. And then with the uh, Mega Drive Two, which came out. Uh, which I actually had the Mega Drive 2. I didn't never had the Mega Drive 1. I had the 2. Um, it was just side by side, if you remember. Hmm. Remember it being, yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, it just this, this this video just made it just made it better. It was interesting. But it never, I don't think it, it hit off as, as big as they wanted. Because um, there was another add-on, the 32X. I never played any games on that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what was it called? The Menacer. Hmm. Do you remember? Now, the Snares had the Super Scope, hmm. but the Mega Drive had a Menacer. I had a friend who had a Menacer. Hmm. And if you ever remember going to the arcade and using a light gun to shoot, you know, whether it be House, House hmm. of the, the Living Dead or whatever it was, uh, I think it was Time Crisis. But having this um, this gun was, it was, it brought a whole new, a whole new element to the Mega Drive. And it was a, Pretty pretty welcome thing. Did you ever have any of those dodgy? Uh, you ever have any of those dodgy joy pads yourself, or did you stick to the to the normal one? No, we we I didn't have as many rich friends as you. I don't think, or um, we didn't have that much money. So we we I think we got the two control pads you got with it, um, but we didn't have any of the extras. Did I did get, have for the PlayStation. Did you get two with it? I think so. Yeah. Oh, right. Are you unless, mis- unless we just I, bought it with two. Um, by the time I remember having two, um, but we, I think we only had them for the entire time. We didn't get any any other ones. For PlayStation One, I had the turbo. Yeah. I had a couple of turbo ones, um, so you could cheat basically and press turbo button and X button or whatever. Um, but that we we didn't because it had the scope for the uh, SNES uh, or the NES, whichever one that were that big bazooka looking scope. Super but... the Super Scope was for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, the, the Menacer. I think the Super Scope, to be honest, it looked it looked quite um, it looked quite good. Hmm. I did like the look of that. It looked like you could take out like a tank with that. Yeah. The men, the menace looked yeah. like a mishmash of like odd, odd nerf parts that hmm. they just thrown together and just went that'll do. Um, it had some weird like binocular scope thing hmm. that you couldn't use very well. There's a I've seen quite a few um, people mention the fact that that was on that like a bit of a waste of time. Hmm. But um, but yeah, the add-ons. Uh, really really helped with that so that about wraps things up for today i hope you've enjoyed listening to mine and nathan's experiences of the mega drive from when we was little there's um plenty more systems to talk about in the future thanks for joining us don't forget to like and subscribe to hear more from us i've been nathan i've been lee and we will see you next time